0: Hey, folks, welcome to the AI Chicks, where we're providing you cool conversations about AI for all, with each episode bringing you a different topic on how AI impacts your daily life. I'm Asia corpus Win, bringing the good vibes and a great unconventional view on tech. And I wouldn't be the AI Chicks without my other chick.
1: <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Lana Howe, and I'm bringing you the curls, the charisma, and that entrepreneurial energy. So I'm actually really excited about today's episode. No guests. We're
0: not having any guests. Exactly. No guests. You're getting a full hot take <laughs> from the AI Chicks about the recent CES event. Yes.
1: Yeah, so we're going to be going over all the fun, cool, new tech gadgets that they showed at CES. Home and family products, transportation, gaming, entertainment. Yes, so it was a, a lot.
0: lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a lot. Um, but for this episode, we're going to focus a lot more on the home
1: and family product, because I think that's ultimately going to impact most people. Correct, correct. Right? So I think that that's why we wanted to focus on that, because it's really for the moms and dads, Yeah, all those
0: parents out there. You definitely want to listen to this episode. We have a few things we're covering, even for the bachelors.
1: Yes. And the single ladies. Yes. And for the entrepreneurs who are very busy working all day. And I think that these products are going to really help make your life a lot easier. Yeah. And we're also going to cover some things that are helping
0: people who are aging, some age tech. Yeah. And you know what? Some of the things we're talking about will even help out the sugar babies out there. You know, all you ladies (laughs) that want to live that soft life and just have all these smart products. You know what? I love a
1: smart product. Okay. I love
0: anything that's automated. You know, the AI chicks love. We love the automated. So even the sugar babies listen up. (laughs)
1: What's the first thing that we should get into? I think the first thing we should get into is the AI grill. Oh, yes. Perfecta. So Perfecta is an AI grill that essentially is what you would think it would do. It basically is you put the meat in and then you can pick what setting you want the grill to cook the meat in. It's going to be an interesting product because I don't know how grillers are going to feel about it. Yeah. I I, mean, for me, I don't grill. So I love it. I'm like, oh, great. Put a setting and it's going to cook my meat correctly. I think that's great. It got all the highlights at
0: CES. All the journalists, all the tech buffs were just loving this Perfecta AI grill is how they market it. I don't know if all of them are... you. know married to a grill master like myself (laughs) but my husband wants likes to smoke meat (laughs) likes to grill meat um likes to do all the things yeah all the things man the grill (laughs) you know it's called manning the grill for a reason for someone like that yeah I'm not sure that they want an automated contraption machine Mm -hmm. AI button that just automatically does it as perfectly rare or well done as it can be yeah I think that for all of those you know barbecue grill masters out there that really take pride yeah grilling for their families it's mm-hmm. the Super Bowl game <laughs> they got you know all of the, they meat got the meats and, and the, the, the chicken and the, yeah but I think there's a lot of people that just enjoy the activity of grilling and manning the station like that yeah and so perfecta hello perfecta you guys out there you should really market this perfecta grill mm-hmm. to people who don't grill yes. those are the people
1: who i think could really benefit from this i've actually kind of avoided grilling because it's a process you have to have the grill you have to be out there and honestly i don't know what i'm doing that's being really honest i don't know what i'm doing so gas charcoal what are you doing like it just seems very overwhelming Mm -hmm. and so i really love perfecta but also i want to just point out the ai feature in perfecta which is that you can basically pick what you want the setting what you're cooking how you know well done rare how you want it you then after you cook it and you eat it you Give it feedback so that it can adjust off your preferences. So let's say- That's the machine
0: learning part, you guys. That's the ML,
1: the machine learning aspect of this grill. What's really cool about that is just that the product is actually learning your preferences. If you tell it, oh, I like it medium. And then you're like, actually, it was a little too undercooked for my taste. Then it's learning that what you mean by medium, oh, it needs to be maybe 10 degrees hotter or, Mm -hmm. or cooked more through. So I think that's really cool because there's a lot of gray right there. To add to that, I also think this product is perfect for people who don't have the space for a grill. Oh, you mean like if they don't have a big backyard yeah, for a grill? Or, or a balcony,
0: or they live in a building that doesn't allow a traditional grill. The size of the Perfecta is something that someone who lives in an apartment, lives in a studio, could also use as well. So although it may not be perfect for everybody, <laughs> I definitely think that Perfecta and their AI grill can find a really great place in the market, you know, with consumers. What
1: else is on the docket for us to talk about? We already kind of saw this at another AI event, but the AI bars. Yes. Rotender. We saw Rotender. A robotic bartender. (laughs) But it kind of looked like a vending machine. And it was really cool. You know, you scanned your ID and you made your drink order. And then it would make it for you. Now these are very simple drinks, nothing too fancy. Yeah. But I think what we're seeing now at CES was BarSis, which was the home version. And then I think there was another one that was a bit more robotic Yonet. with an arm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so there's
0: these different degrees and mm-hmm. sizes of these bar robotic devices. Yeah, the ones that have the big robotic arms, those are probably targeting more restaurants, yeah, establishments yeah. that could handle the size. And then there's the ones that feel like they're more of like your home cocktail machine. Yeah, and obviously some of these things have been around. But because of AI advancing, they're just getting smarter. So anything yes. that wasn't smart is now smart. Anything <laughs> that was smart
1: is smarter. Yes. Basically. yes, We're just getting everything's just getting more smart. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and um, I think that having the rotender one, yes. uh, where it's checking your ID, it's definitely a standalone experience, can really help also
1: the event planning, the party planning. It's kind of a fun way for your guests to engage with technology and have a good time. And so I actually think it'd be really cool to see how many bar AI systems start incorporating the party space. And we also experience
0: an AI photo booth. Mm -hmm. And so for a party atmosphere, a wedding dynamics, all of these new AI-backed products and devices can really help transform the party planning, the event planning sector. So you event planners, you party planners out there, let us know what you think.
1: (laughs) Okay, so next, I think we're going to talk about the home agents. Oh my gosh. Yes. So the home agents for all of you out there that, you know, don't know, there's one that's uh, Bali. There's another one that's, I think, by LG that's a home agent. Yeah, the Bali is
0: Samsung. LG has one that they announced as well as a called a home agent. There's a few
1: others out there as well. They all pretty much do the same thing. Essentially, they are mini robots that are in your house and that kind of roll around. It's just sort of like your personal assistant. You can have it remind you of things. It can project. So it can project your FaceTime call or Zoom call. It it can remind you about groceries. It can uh, feed your dog. You can have it do all these things around your house. What do you think about it? Would you want one of these home agents following you around your house? Well, I feel as though for people
0: who have a home office yes. or have a lot of little ones or family around, there could be some benefits of having this additional AI home smart. <laughs> agent roaming around and reminding you of oh the laundry's up oh the the dishwasher you know needs to be started things like that (laughs) or if you are working from home and you have a meeting coming up but you were doing something else they can remind you oh your noon meeting needs to start I'm going to connect you to zoom there are some unique benefits of having this little personal (laughs) assistant However, I really just look at these as a more advanced Alexa or Siri on wheels. Yes. (laughs) It's basically what it is. I don't know if I would adapt to using something like that right now, but I do see the benefits of it. And I
1: think that it's going to be very helpful for certain people. The commercial that they showed was just about this woman was out of the house. And so then her little home agent alerted her that her dog was chewing some things up that the dog wasn't supposed to be chewing up and so she was able to tell the home agent oh can you feed the dog and then can you play a game with the dog and then the home agent was able to do that and then when she comes home the dog and the home agent greet her oh so it's like another dog. It's a very interesting thing of kind of developing a relationship with technology in your home and the personal assistant thing to your point we have it with Siri already to some degrees and some people use it more than others Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but this is kind of taking it to the next level. I think there's a lot of different benefits that you can use. I don't know if i'm quite ready to have a home agent myself <laughs> sure. they're really cute they're the one that's really not cute. so cute yeah was the oh, home yeah. agent companion look it basically <laughs> was two screens that kind of formed like a t yeah
0: and then it had a human face yeah it had human eyes on the screen and then a human mouth on the bottom screen
1: and i don't know how i feel about that
0: i don't know that i need it to have a face <laughs> yes. i think i would have rather it just been a voice and they're marketing it as being your companion and so not only is it able to assist you and suggest things. It's also remembering personal things about you and forming a relationship and being your companion. I don't know if people are going to adapt to that as much as they would a bali or the LG Home Agent. Again, those feel a little bit more familiar and like yes. the
1: next upgrade from Alexa or Siri. I just don't know that I want a face that I don't know talking to me. <laughs> I don't know that I need personally to FaceTime with a random face that yes. just
0: takes all your personal information and acts like your companion. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I need that, but like, who knows? Different strokes for different folks, Difference, you guys. exactly. And some of these products, I just want to flag for everyone listening, some of them are ready to go to market in like February. April, Q1, Q2 of this year. Some of them are not even ready to go to market until like 2025. Yes. And then some are just prototypes. Yes. That will most likely never see
1: the public marketplace. Actually, you know what? I really just want to quickly jump in and talk about The Rabbit R1. Oh,
0: yeah. Mega announcement. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: Rabbit R1 is basically this small device, essentially a personal assistant. Yeah. It's a small device. that has a camera. It has a push button. It will connect to all of your apps. Basically, it's kicking out the home agents and your cell phone. Yes. It's everything in one device called Rabbit's R1. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's like a really interesting product. They already had their Mm pre-order. They're sold out already. Of course. And they're like 200 bucks. So it's very affordable. Very affordable. But I think that what's really interesting about them is that they link to all of your apps and then you're able to ask it kind of like how you would ask ChatGBT, you know, what's the weather outside? It could be something that Mm -hmm. simple, but you can also have it do things for you. So it's not just answering the question, it's doing it. So it's like, I want to book a flight to Mexico and it will get you the flights and book you a flight. Yeah. Or I want to get an Uber to go here and it will do it for you. So it's, it's taking what we have done with all of these large language models and it's taking it to the next step of actually taking action. Yeah. We love the automated. This is what we talk about all the time. When things start
0: to get automated, that's when we, that's when we get the most excited about yes. it. And so that's why R1, I think, definitely stole the show at yes. CES. Basically, R1 was like the hottest girl at the club.
1: <laughs> R1 is the hottest girl <laughs> at the club right now. Yeah.
0: And I'm actually really excited to see, will this replace
1: smartphones?
0: It's working on doing that. I mean, it a is. lot of the things that you would use your phone for this does it for you automatically yes um so it's still tapping into the apps it's not taking away the apps no you need you're just not interfacing with the apps directly right it's tapping into all of your accounts for you and executing whatever you need even if it requires different apps yes so you're not jumping into each app having to do a task it's yeah. doing it all for you oh well, we gotta get into the home stuff. Yes, we've touched on a lot of fun things, but there were so much more that was impacting home life. Yes. Your home, your family, that I would love to dive into. What is one of the top things for you, Lana, from the home space? I think we
1: need to talk about the fridges.
0: Yes, thank you. Can we that talk was, about the refrigerators? That
1: was, that was my favorite. I know, and I know everyone is like, the refrigerators, but no, we're not talking about a regular refrigerator. It's <laughs> not the 1950s fridge, okay? <laughs> we're talking about the fridges of today. Yes. And the fridges of today. And the future. And the future. <laughs> are full of tech.
0: And people do definitely already have some smart fridges. Yes. But again, this is getting smarter to the point that I think it's so beneficial for so many different types of people. So Samsung, LG, Sony, even Walmart has a smart AI fridge now with new features. And they're all basically scanning what you're putting in and taking out of your
1: fridge. So just to be clear about what she's saying, that means if you put strawberries into your fridge, it will recognize that you put strawberries into your fridge or you've taken it out. Yes. And it's also tracking
0: the lifeline, the timeline of those products and those um, produce. And so it will let you know when things expire. See,
1: that's a game changer. Because you know what? You know, you just don't remember everything you have. And it's just kind of nice because there's a screen that tells you, hey, your strawberries are it's coming and due. And also, if you're running low on orange juice, you're running low on salad, vegetables, whatever you need, it will automatically order it for you if you set that up. And I think I would just add that as a society, we're more comfortable ordering things online. I think if this were 10 years ago, I don't know that necessarily people would be so comfortable This idea of it's going to order food for me. But now we as a society are more comfortable just ordering food online. So I think the fact that having the fridge just do it automatically is a little bit more seamless than it was maybe 10 years ago. That's a really,
0: really good point. It just helps with waste. It helps people that are on the go, busy moms and dads, someone who cooks a lot at home what is in your fridge what do you want to make next and i also see this as something that's helping people in the age tech space Mm -hmm. older people who really want to feel like they don't have to depend on their kids to get their groceries for them and things like that they want that independence as they're getting older and so to be able to have a fridge that knows when things are expiring reminds you to get throw it out, and it will automatically order for you. I think there's a lot of different
1: types of people and their are different living situations that could benefit from stuff like this. Another thing too that we should mention about the fridges is that it also will recommend recipes for you. Oh my gosh, I forgot I think,
0: about that. I can't believe I forgot about that. That's I mean, life-changing. I mean, I think
1: it is life-changing because, you know, sometimes you have a bunch of groceries in the fridge and you're just like, what am I gonna make with this? And the fact that it can come up with recipes for you based off of also what you have I think is a game changer. Well, I don't know if you saw the viral video
0: of there was this mom that's going viral for talking about like no one prepares you when you get married and have kids for all the recipes (laughs) that you need to know and cook and how much you're cooking. You're literally cooking every day for multiple people with multiple food preferences for years. Some people are married for 20 40 years and you got to
1: cook for that person that's a lot of cooking that's a lot of recipes and that's a lot of recipes to also make up from your head and there's only so
0: many martha stewart cookbooks okay yeah like (laughs) i mean i
1: think the fact that it's in your
0: kitchen on your fridge just makes life easier and it's choosing recipes from what you already have yes, versus needing to run to the grocery store. If I have to go to the grocery store,
1: I might as well just, you know, get you all the groceries. Yes. Exactly.
0: And that's what I was saying. The AI smart enhancement refrigerators that are out on the market and yes. coming to market are truly, that was one of my highlights of, of the products we were seeing. Yes. What were the other home standouts for oh, you? Well,
1: I think the home standout was the televisions. Oh, yes. Okay. So there was two different types of TVs that I think we we're going to focus in on. Okay. Um, um, one of the TVs I'll talk about first was the foldable TV. And a lot of people are like, "A oh, foldable TV. But yes, the screen actually folds kind of yeah. like an accordion style. Mm-hmm. And when I saw this, my mind was blown because the first thing I was thinking is, okay, the screen is foldable. So are we going to have lines coming down the screen from where it folded? No no when it opens up the technology is so good you do not see any of the seams at all Yeah, they and brighten, the picture yeah, they
0: said that they brighten the pixelation yes. next to the seams so that it makes it look seamless yes <laughs> and guys the color the quality the picture was perfection yes yeah, they so, did a great job Yeah, that, that product is amazing but the price <laughs> Is not that amazing? Yeah, you, know, you want to tell tell them what the price is, Aisha? Two hundred thousand dollar bands, okay, folks. Just a quick two hundred thousand. Yeah, just you know, just dropping two hundred k. Yeah, and then know, at making CS. it rain two hundred k. Like <laughs> what? So and, I think one of the reporters was just like, "Oh, they really are focused on this for people who own yachts." Yeah, I'm like this oh, is, okay, that makes sense. That makes
1: sense. So if you just have a yacht, you're gonna want your two hundred thousand dollar television. The first people gotta have products too. <laughs> But then the other TV, which I think is more applicable, I think, to the general masses. Exactly. And this one's my favorite. Yes, is the transparent TV. And the biggest thing about the transparent TV that the news was buzzing at CES was like, and why do we need a transparent TV? And then I'm over here being, this is perfect. I I know so many different
0: situations and why you need a transparent TV. So there is (laughs) a case for the transparent TV (laughs) people. Okay. When I think about where just home and life is going right now, a lot of people are living in smaller units, tiny yes. homes, um, apartments. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot more condo apartment buildings are being built, mm-hmm. and for millennials, Gen Z, and even for the following Gen Alpha, they're going to be living in a lot more of those types of units because of the cost of living going up exactly yeah. exactly you see we finish each other's sauces. You just, already know I'm going going with the this. <laughs> and so i think that for those types of living situations mm-hmm. you only have a limited amount of wall space yes you only have a limited amount of storage space and so it just gives you a lot more flexibility to use those walls versus oh i have to put this 60 inch flat screen TV, and I have to mount it on the wall, and then you lose that space for anything else. Mm -hmm. So to be able to actually use that space for something else and then have the TV in front of it that's transparent, it gives it a lot more versatility. And I think that there's just a lot more people getting into the aesthetics of what their place looks like. And just having this black flat screen TV (laughs) on a wall sometimes isn't that aesthetically pleasing. So to be able to have art or do some type of decor, having plant life, doing other things, and you can see it because the TV is transparent. And then when you want to watch Game of Thrones of Succession or whatever, then it turns
1: turns on and looks exactly the way any other pristine TV would look yeah, like. Yeah, I wanted to point that out for people who are listening. Um, it is transparent, but then when you go to watch something, it becomes like a regular television. Yes. You're not watching the movie and it still stays transparent. Yeah, so correct. I just want to make sure that that's yeah, good clear. Good point. Good point. Yeah, yeah. I'm so
0: excited talking about that. I forgot to
1: talk about the, the <laughs> capabilities of it. I'm excited to see if, if everyone starts to get transparent televisions. I'm I'm down for it. So uh, <laughs> we might be seeing it at Asia's house. <laughs> Very shortly. <laughs> I, I, I like this one. This one is, <laughs> is one of my faves. And then I think the final home product, which I think would be really great for accessibility for a lot of different people, is the door, the locking of the door, mm-hmm. which they have done at CES. They showed um, kind of door locks that open with your face using facial recognition, but then also uh, with your palm. And I think this is great because, you know what? Finding your keys especially for the ladies I'm just gonna say it it's in your purse where is it I can't find it if you are coming in with groceries or you're coming in with other stuff and if you have kids and if you have dogs and if you have you know all the stuff all the life stuff the life stuff I think that that could be really beneficial to just not have one more thing to do you come up to the door it recognizes your face and it unlocks and lets you in yeah I mean they
0: obviously already have these doors that have the codes Uh you know and so having a smart lock has been around. And so it's just inevitable that as with AI advances technology, that we're going to get more improved smart locks. Yes. This makes sense. Yes. That this is the next stage of a smart lock for a home, for offices. And then again, relating to age tech, people who are getting older, who wanna feel like they're more independent, if they tend to be someone who forgets their keys or loses things. Or is
1: having a hard time just having a steady hand to put the key in. Exactly,
0: this type of technology really gives them more freedom, gives them more accessibility to just not have to worry about those things anymore because of the AI technology. Um, And And really that computer vision. I love that you brought up the computer vision because this is what we've talked about in other episodes is that there's so many different types of of AI. And so the AI of computer vision and the improvement of AI with computer vision has allowed this type of product to just advance in such
1: tremendous way. Versus in Perfecta for the grill, you giving feedback on how your meat is cooked is really machine learning, right? So this is how we're incorporating the technology and the language of technology into the product. Yeah, the different types of AI. And you're seeing with the
0: smart locks, they're using, you know, computer vision and other AI applications to advance that. So I think that there are some really, really great things that can really help all different types of people in their home and family life. Yeah. Um, I'm super curious to see what actually does well with the consumers in the actual marketplace
1: when they start rolling out. Yeah, because that's really the thing about CES. It's such a great place for all the innovators to come together and really show what they've been working on and the technology that they're bringing and really how technology is integrated into our lives and making our daily lives easier, that's usually the goal. But the cool thing is really going to be about seeing what comes out of CES and really trickles down into society and what products we really become to love and become just a household staple. Overall, we're really excited. We hope that you enjoyed listening in on our takes about CES, about all these products from home to entertainment. I think that there's a lot of really exciting things happening, and we're just excited that we get to share our views on it with all of you. Yeah, we are where the cool conversations happen for all about A. Um, hope
0: that you really enjoyed this episode and make sure to subscribe follow and grab the merch all right you guys take care bye listen to the ai chicks on spotify apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast video episodes are
1: available on patreon and check out our socials at the ai chicks